Hey now, we are getting over and I am the Silver King, Adam Silverstein, here to lead you through these hard times. That uh, with an extremely rare, perhaps even first time, storyline driven, instant reaction to the end of SmackDown on Friday night. That's right. The award winning Getting Over Wrestling Podcast is here to break down everything that happened involving Roman Reigns, Cody Rhodes, and yes, The Rock, Dwayne Johnson. We have an absolute ton to discuss on this instant reaction episode, and we are not going to waste any time getting to it. So allow me quickly off the top to remind you that the Getting Over Wrestling Podcast is all about Defy. So please, folks, stop being marks for yourselves and go back to being a mark for me. Go back to being marks for the Silver King. Go back to being marks for Vintage. Head on over to Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Leave a five-star rating on Apple. Take a little extra time. Leave a five-star written review. If you do, we will read it live right here on the show. Please also remember, I happen to love the number five. And I hope you do as well, because for $5 a month or 50 for the entire year, you can become an official getting overhead. And these subscriptions right now are hot. Please head on over to buymeacoffee.com slash getting over sign up. You will get exclusive bonus audio, the fastest five minutes in professional wrestling, instant reaction shows. That's what we normally do on buymeacoffee.com for raw NXT dynamite and SmackDown along with exclusive news posts every single Friday. And those posts Normally bad a thousand. Today's post, well, something changed, at least as far as the Silver King is concerned. Also, please remember to follow us on Twitter at Getting Overcast for episode drops, news analysis, highlights, all of that good stuff. It is also where you can send in questions and comments for the show via tweet and DM. And we have an absolute ton of questions and comments regarding this major storyline coming out of SmackDown. We are going to handle and discuss almost all of them on our Tuesday show. This is specifically meant to be an instant reaction from the Silver King, from Vintage, and that is the point of this show. Also on Tuesday, we will discuss the fact that Getting Over did win Best Wrestling Podcast from the 2023 Sports Podcast Awards. We appreciate all of you voting for us. It is an extremely exciting honor for us to win our first award, and we will go into detail on our thoughts, feelings, and everything else you might want to hear about that award on Tuesday show. Allow me now to welcome in vintage Chris Vanini so we can tackle this major topic. Chris, it did take just a little convincing to get you on the horn tonight, but I'm extremely glad we're doing this. I think this is the right type of show to do Friday night, not wait till Tuesday to talk Roman Reigns, Cody Rhodes, and The Rock. Yeah, you text me and I know you got some tweets and it's like, should we do an instant reaction? And I was like, what are we going to talk about <laughs> other than one thing being announced? Yeah. And seemingly I wasn't sure, but as I kind of waited, as we set it up, I started stewing mm -hmm. and now I'm kind of upset and now I've got some takes and now I'm ready to talk about it. All right. Well, I love that. And like I said, we're not going to waste any more time off the top of the show. I'm just going to do it for the sake of tradition. This is a one segment show, but let's kick it off, Chris by sliding into the main event. This is the main event. And what a main event it is. So let's go ahead and break down this massive storyline from SmackDown. The first scene of the show was the bloodline entering the building. 
We later saw Cody Rhodes enter in a tremendous powder blue suit. He was walking Pharaoh, his dog. At the start of hour two, we saw a video package narrated by Seth Rollins, again comparing the WWE and World Heavyweight Championships. Cut to Cody, who was hysterically changed, wearing a different colored suit, sitting in his uh, bus, waiting, I guess, for the segment to begin. So Roman Reigns and the Bloodline came out with 20 minutes left in the show, doing the normal shtick. Reigns mentioned Seth Rollins and noticed how he didn't get a pop from the crowd when he said his name. Then he shit on Rollins for calling himself the guy, despite running around in his wife's clothes, constantly being injured, and holding a number two title, one in which all of the challengers are people that Reigns has already beaten. Reigns admitted Rollins was right, that he works 10 times less than he does, but it said he makes 10 times more money than he does. Roman called Cody an idiot, who probably doesn't care much about money, saying he can either be the very best number two in the entire industry even, or he can take a crack at number one again. This was a hot fire promo from Reigns. It was a little disappointing that the fans didn't really get Rollins back from like a babyface perspective. He was getting insulted and they should have been singing his theme or doing something. No chance, no cheers. It was kind of just silent. Seth ran through Roman on Monday and he did cut him down significantly. Don't get me wrong, but it's fair to say that Rollins got his ass cooked here. It's really difficult to say anything Rain said is a kayfabe lie, and it set the stage nicely for the rest of the segment. It was also the best thing that Roman has done on TV or a premium live event since probably July. So that was obviously a huge positive. Yeah, I mean, Roman got the upper hand on that, which he was always going to because he's sitting in the upper position. Like mm-hmm. he, he was always going to have the inherent advantages of what he could say. Um, but as this was going on, I just kept thinking to myself, I want to see Seth Roman now. You right. Know? Like, yes. I want to see the two of them at Elimination Chamber or something like that. That was where my mind was at at that moment. Well, don't forget, they fought. Uh, was it at Survivor Series? Rollins actually won via disqualification. Royal Rumble. It was Royal, oh, it was Royal Rumble, Rumble? Like two years ago. Uh, yeah. and, and Rollins won via disqualification. I think that's the only singles. Yeah, yeah, it has to be. It's the only singles loss on Roman's resume since he took the title in 2020. So it does feel like at some point, who the hell knows when, you know, especially given what happened uh, on Friday night. But at some point between now and let's say, mid 2025 (laughs) at this point, it does feel like they continue to plant the seeds for that feud, which really is for Reigns. Once he gets past Cody Rhodes and now Dwayne Johnson, spoiler alert, you know, I'm sure everyone knows what we're going to talk about anyway. Once he gets past those two, Rollins is the only one left. And really that should be a feud where Rollins actually beats Reigns and Reigns becomes a part-timer, goes into retirement, whatever the case might be. But Chris, it did again. and And they've been dropping... Some of these hints with Reigns and Rollins over the last couple of years, it did feel like it was purposeful that they had them go after each other, both on Raw and on SmackDown. I I don't know. I mean, we'll talk about what what happens after this with Cody and everything, but it did make the World Heavyweight title feel like a piece of crap. (laughs) I I, I mean, yeah, like I understand like Seth doing what he did Monday made sense because he was trying to build up his own belt. But Roman really just took a major shit on all that and uh, made it feel like the loser's bracket title and everything else. It it really rain said what all the critics of the championship have been saying. And it kind of almost felt like they should have directed him in that segment 
to go half heat, like yeah. not go all the way. Like say, you know, shit on Seth for being injured and being a dork and wearing his wife's clothes and, you know, say, hey, you know, you're beating a lot of the people I've already beaten. Do something I haven't done, but not that your title doesn't matter because it was created because I ha- I've beaten everyone and they had to give me this. Like he took it to that one extra step that it didn't need to go to that shit on Rollins and the World Heavyweight Championship. And I don't think he did it out of school. Like, I don't think it wasn't planned as part of the promo. I just think it was a poor plan that he shouldn't have said it. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm i sure he was a little peeved. I was surprised at how hard Ro- uh, Rollins went at Roman there. But again, the point of a promo is always, you, you never want to tear down your Correct. opponent too much Correct. that they look like a chump. And I know they're not fighting each other here, but this made Rollins kind of look like a chump. No, you're, you're 100% right. It's to build yourself up while making the opponent or the other person seem formidable, yet at the same time, you know, stab him, you know, in, in the gut somehow. And he didn't exactly do that. But again, Rollins, he could very well come out on Raw Monday night and say, hey, by the way, Roman, I'm the only person that's beat you over the last three years. Suck on that. And if he does, which he now should, especially after this, then that, of course, would help to a degree. We'll see what Rollins says Monday. But let's go ahead and continue with what happened Friday night. So Reigns finishes up. Cody gets his huge entrance. There's a commercial interruption in the middle of it. He got the ring cleared. So it was only him, Roman, and then Paul Heyman lingering in the background. He said Reigns cheated him at WrestleMania 39 because Roman knows he was beaten in that match. He knew he was beaten in that match. Rhodes said Rollins made a ton of good points, but the undisputed WWE Universal Championship is not the Hollywood title. It's still the one that was held by Bruno Sammartino. And it was still the title taken out of Dusty Rhodes' hands. And it's still the title that he wants. Cody wondered if finishing the story was taking the title from him or taking everything from him, given that Roman claims to own everything related to WWE, the ring, the fans, the announcers, whomever. Cody said he was going to move his own goalposts. And he's coming for Roman. He's coming for everything he holds dear just not at WrestleMania. He said he took counsel from a number of people, including one who knows Reigns all too well. And suddenly, The Rock's music hits as Reigns gave that perfect come-the-fuck-on look over at Paul Heyman after hearing the music. Like, this guy, really? The crowd went ballistic. The Rock came out looking incredible physically, way better than he has either on WWE TV or even in movies or press in years. He looked awesome. I don't know what changed all of a sudden. He embraced Cody. He whispered something into his ear that seemed to make Cody almost cry. It got an emotional reaction from him, whatever he said. Rhodes then left the ring, as did Heyman, with Reigns and Rock slowly coming face to face as SmackDown went off the air after about only 30 seconds of a stare down. And I got to tell you, the way I just described that suddenly to me makes it come off a lot better than it was watching it live. But watching it live, that's what matters. And, and you know, I'm not going to change my opinion here. This hit me pretty hard. Like, it's The Rock. It's Roman Reigns. This should be massive and pun intended, electrifying. And don't get me wrong. The moment between Reigns and The Rock was fantastic. We will talk about that before we wrap up today's show. But what's most important is day-to-day WWE. And Cody is the top star in the company right now other than Reigns. 
Someone who didn't finish his story last year, won the Royal Rumble a second time in a row, and gave up his opportunity to go after the WWE title at WrestleMania in this segment. The Rock taking a Mania event from Cody, just like he did CM Punk. And they did mention that in the build to this, whether that was purposeful or not, maybe that'll be uncovered as we continue this conversation. Cody here though, Chris, gave an entire speech about how Rollins made ton of great points. He loved those points, but none of them still compared to what the WWE title represents and what it is. And then here was Cody's quote, and I don't have the clip, but I'm going to recite it for you. Matter of fact, I want that title. I want everything. I am coming for it, and I'm coming for you, Roman Reigns, but not at WrestleMania. I mentioned taking counsel, Roman, one of the individuals I talked to, he knows you very well. How does this make sense for Cody? It makes sense for The Rock. He tells Cody he wants Reigns because he needs to become tribal chief and head of the table to ensure that Roman can no longer dominate the family or WWE, which now he is here to protect as a member of the board. That all makes sense. But if you're Cody, even if that matters to you and you want to put an end to Roman Reigns, not just the title holder, Roman Reigns, but the entire person, why would you give up your WrestleMania match against this guy, against the title that you've been desiring to allow The Rock to get a shot? Let's not forget that just six days ago, Cody immediately pointed to Roman and screamed at him while standing on the ropes after winning the Royal Rumble. That's how badly he wanted Reigns and how badly he wanted the title. But a phone call from Dwayne Johnson all of a sudden has him changing his mind? Why not say to Dwayne, cool man, why don't you try to get a night one match to take those familial titles away? And I'll take the championship title the next night. I just do not see how this works for the Cody character, nor do I see how it makes sense for him in kayfabe to give up this opportunity to do what? Fight Seth Rollins a fourth time? Let me read you a quote. Um, It's about two weeks ago. It was uh, CM Punk. You may have heard of him. Mm -hmm. uh, To Cody Rhodes. Uh, He says, uh, quote, right when you're about to cross the finish line and finish your story. Wait, what's that in the distance? It's a much bigger superstar that hasn't been around in a very long time. Coming to take it all away from you. End quote. Mm-hmm. Here's a quote, a tweet from The Rock in 2011. Quote, CM Punk, it's simple business. The Rock is the main event at WrestleMania because it draws more money in one night than you will in a lifetime. End quote. And that's it. That is what happened here. Mm-hmm. This makes zero sense for all the reasons that you said. Mm-hmm including Cody Rhodes pointing to Roman after the Royal Rumble. The the only thing that makes sense is that they hadn't locked down the rock for WrestleMania until this week. It's the only thing that makes sense. Sure. Because otherwise, just have the rock win the Royal Rumble. Exactly. What was the what was the point of this? Like what is the point of winning the Royal Rumble to then Five, six days later being like, nah, I'm not coming here at WrestleMania despite pointing at you. Right. It makes no sense. 
CM Punk was right. He's often been right in the end. And that I think that is exactly what happened to Cody here. And the long embrace from The Rock to Cody sure as hell felt like a guy apologizing for taking someone's WrestleMania main Agreed. A second, the second time he's done this. I, I do like surprises. I say that all the time. Sure. When The Rock's music hit, I popped. You know, it's The Rock. It was a surprise. You knew it was going to be a big deal. But I didn't feel like, I didn't think I would feel like I was a smark again. And that's what's happened. Right. Where yes. there's typical WWE pulling off, not doing the right thing, just doing the bringing back the part-timer to do the main event instead of the guy who deserves it, yada, mm-hmm. yada, yada. All the stuff. And look, they're right. So like, I just, I don't get it. This really, really, really hurts, downplays the significance of Cody winning the Rumble a week ago. It, 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 and it's because of the line that Cody said, I'm coming for you, but not at WrestleMania. Right. If he had just said, I'm coming for you, I talked to someone who knows you very well, Rock comes out, then we'd have the questions. Oh, is Cody still going to get him? Are we going to do triple threat? What's going on? No, Cody just said he ain't doing it at WrestleMania. Right. So like, that that's it. So And there- so I'm very annoyed by this. I'm not annoyed because we're getting Rock Roman. I'm extremely annoyed and kind of insulted at the way that it happened. Yeah, no, I I agree with you. I think the process getting here is the larger problem than not doing the match itself. But there are so many different fallout problems with this as well. So I want to take us through just a number of different like subtopics coming off of this. And we'll just tackle them one at a time. I don't even really have an order. It's just going to be whenever they come to me here. Okay, so Reigns absolutely verbally destroyed Rollins and the World Heavyweight Championship here. If you knew this was going to be the booking, why would you have him do that ahead yeah. of Cody possibly challenging for the world title? Now, we're not saying that he's going to, okay? There are so many different ways this can go. We're about to discuss all of them on this instant reaction show. But let's make believe that the booking is now Cody going after Seth Rollins for the World Heavyweight Championship. So then you have Cody. He's not only given up his spot to The Rock for no legitimate reason, he's going after a title that was buried 30 seconds earlier by Reigns against the guy he's already fought and defeated three times. One of those three times with a torn pectoral. How does that make sense for like an entertaining mania match when we've not only Mm -hmm. seen it those three times, but again, one of them with an injury that Cody overcame in a historic moment that is going to live in WWE highlight packages forever. Because we know, Chris, if that match does happen, and I'm not saying it's going to, in fact, I actually don't think it's going to. But if it does happen, I don't know. but if but if it does happen, we know there is no way in hell Cody's going to then lose to Seth Rollins. I mean, he might. <laughs> I actually kind of think he should. Because he said again tonight the title he wants, the one that was taken out of his father's hands, was the one Roman had. Right. You can't have Cody win the other belt. We said this when I the agree. belt was created. Yeah. And Cody was in the tournament. That's why he, he said, hasn't. No, I don't he, want Cody to win it. That's why that's he hasn't even sniffed it. For. It's not the belt. It's not the belt he spent two years talking about wanting to get. So like it it I don't think if if they do Cody Seth, which I don't think they're going, which they may may or may not. We don't know. We don't know. Because again, as of Monday night on Raw, based on everything they did, didn't it, it sure as hell looked like they were 
they were setting up uh, Drew McIntyre to do. Well, let me you let know, me maybe Sami Zayn, and, and so now I think I think it's possible everything's changed. Well, I was going to say let me cut into that because that's another fallout problem. What does this mean for Drew McIntyre, who is on an absolute heater right now? Like, if you do Rollins and Rhodes, then he suddenly doesn't get a title match on the big show, or it's a triple threat, and Cody is using his Royal Rumble win, and he has to split that with someone else challenging. Now, that's happened many times in WWE history. Don't get me wrong, but it's still not good. You could argue, like, okay, you're going to do Rollins and Rhodes, then put McIntyre against Gunther, except you can't do that because both of them are full-fledged heels, so that doesn't work. What would have so, what would all of that build have been Monday night if not to make a WrestleMania match? You're going to do Rollins and McIntyre in Perth so that Seth can beat him again, just like he already has twice previously. That doesn't make much sense either. Yeah, I mean, maybe Drew beats Seth there, and then Cody Drew. I, I, but again, I don't want. I don't think Cody should win. Like I, I think, I, I, the fact that Cody voluntarily gave this up, right? Like causes so many problems like you could have just had the rock come out and then they face their face to face and then the show goes off the air and we go what the hell's going on you know and then and then we debate it and talk about it and and then we say hey next week hey maybe it's gonna be a triple threat or maybe mm-hmm. cody loses his chance to fight in that or something like he just voluntarily gave it up and looks like a dumbass and we're i'm sure we'll hear from him Probably Monday, if not on SmackDown as well. And he'll have to explain it. And I'm sure someone will come out and then he'll get into his next feud. But you have to explain Cody Rhodes not doing that. And it can't just be The Rock wanted to do it. Right. Like The Rock Rock gave me advice. So I said, okay, you can have my WrestleMania match. It makes what advice could he have given him? What what could Dwayne Johnson have said to Cody Rhodes? That would have made sense that he said, you know what, Dwayne? Sure. You take my spot at WrestleMania. I'll use my title match another way. I have to. What what could he have said? Cody, listen, the way this needs to work is I need to become head of the table and tribal chief. Roman will be hurt and injured and and not 100%. In terms of like his mental state, he'll be, you know, taken down a peg. And then you can go swoop in and take the title. Wouldn't he want to be the one to take the title and then say, Rock, go finish him off? Like, yeah, we've discussed maybe the rock told the we've discussed like, the two night WrestleMania rock, thing. Sorry, go ahead, Chris. Yeah, maybe rock told him like, hey, Cody, just think about how much money this is going to make. Your dad would love it. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. Like, yeah, there's nothing the rock like, could have said that would make any sense for this. We've talked about the two night WrestleMania thing, and I've always said to you, it should be rock Roman night one. That way Reigns can win. He's going to be as strong as he possibly can be coming off of beating the rock. He goes up against Cody. Cody beats him. And now he's the champion and you have two great matches, two nights, huge story. The other thing you could do is I, have, I hated that. I, hated I know, that, but let me but I like that better than what we're doing. Well, it's, it's miles better than what we're doing. Uh, the other thing you could do is flip it where you have Cody uh, Roman Reigns on night one. Cody takes the title and then now Reigns is at he's at his lowest point in three years. And he says, oh, my God, I'm about to lose it all. I'm going to not be tribal chief anymore. I'm not going to be head of the table anymore. And then he goes into night two against The Rock beats him and regains his aura 24 hours after he lost the title. Again, better than what we're doing here. You can argue whether that's good booking or not. I think both of those are actually really good booking options. I think it's I think it's fine. The problem is Cody just said he ain't doing it. At I know, you know? That, like, that's why I'm saying this doesn't make sense. <laughs> that's what makes no sense. Let me ask you this. Yeah, uh, something we'll have to get into. and We'll talk about plenty for the next two months. Roman versus Rock. 
who's winning? Roman Reigns has to win that. I mean, well, let's let's. That's what I thought. That's what I think too. Let me give you. Let me give like a full timeout on that because I do want to tackle that. But there's a little bit more with this I want to touch on. But we are going to talk Roman Reigns and The Rock before the show's out. I don't mean to like hold you off on that. It's just a separate kind of topic from the Cody aspect of the entire thing. So I told you guys we're going to take DMs and tweets and emails, questions and comments, all of that on our Tuesday WWE show, our normal show. But I am going to address one that I got. It's the first one I saw. It's from Jordan at LSU Jordan 45. He said, I'm curious to hear if you guys think this is an audible with the CM Punk injury, Brock's excommunication. I love that you use that word. I use it all the time, et cetera. And them thinking that they need to add star power to the WrestleMania card. So my answer, Jordan, is I hope it's a pivot. Like that would at least make it somewhat understandable for the reasons that you mentioned, adding star power to a show that has lost a lot of it with Punk and Lesnar. And let's be honest, they're two of the biggest draws in WWE. And if you planned both of them for WrestleMania and all of a sudden you have neither of them, then putting the rock on the show absolutely makes sense. I just, Chris, don't see why you book Reigns Rock on two months notice when you spent a year building to rock John Cena and really you spent two years building to their second match. And I don't see why you'd have Cody win the Royal Rumble and point to Roman. Why not just have, like you said earlier, the Rock enter at 30, clear the ring and win. You'd have to eliminate Cody earlier in the match so that Rock doesn't get booed, but it absolutely would have worked. This is the biggest current match WWE can do. Let's not get that twisted. Roman Reigns Rock is a bigger match than Roman Reigns Cody Rhodes, period. We should be over the moon excited and enthusiastic about it. Yes, The Rock has always made sense as the conclusion of the Bloodline story. So there is natural extended storyline that can easily be built upon over the next eight weeks. But the point of it being a pivot to that point, it does feel like it's being rushed. And I was told multiple times, Look, for those of you who subscribe to buymeacoffee.com slash getting over, official getting overheads, I reported Friday afternoon in our weekly news update that, and I was told this multiple times over the last few months, dating back to Survivor Series, it was Roman Reigns, Cody Rhodes for the undisputed WWE Universal Championship, the main event, night two at WrestleMania. I've been told that numerous times. I was told it this past week. So either... People were purposefully lying and WWE has been doing that to throw dirt sheets and reporters off and all that type of stuff. Or this is a plans change situation. This has never happened to me before where I've been told something by multiple people that was as, that I trust implicitly that was as firm as I've ever heard. And then all of a sudden this happened Friday night. So I just wanted to get all that out there, Chris, but in terms of the pivot, going back to Jordan's question, it does feel like that to me. Do you feel the same way? It it does because of what you said. They've lost a lot of star power and they've got this horrible sex trafficking lawsuit that's going on and just getting worse by the day with various things that happen to come out. Rock just joined the TKO board. Like, I can understand, like, hey, we got to change things up. Let's get uh, let's get Rock in. But maybe that decision was made. Like, you know, the, the lawsuit happened. Right. You know, right before the rumble. So maybe Rock was probably gone somewhere. Didn't could maybe he couldn't come back in time to do the Rumble or, or something. Um, but in that case, I would have had CM Punk win the match, even though he ended up getting hurt. Mm-hmm. So like I just we we don't know when this decision was made, but it does 
feel like it was made recently just because nothing else makes sense. What what was the thing that um that Sports Illustrated reported was it was that Rock Roman? It might have been or it was Gunther Rollins, Rock Roman and a third thing I think if memory serves. Just as he retracted that story, Chris, I was told it was blatantly incorrect at that time. Okay, I found what it was. Barrasso at Sports Illustrated reported it was going to be Gunther wins the Royal Rumble, challenges Seth. The Rock fights Roman, and Cody fights Punk. And if you had told me that after last Monday, that did seem possible. And now part of it's happening, Rock Roman, but CM Punk got hurt. I, I don't know. Again, this is, again, we don't know. And then he later retracted that. Well, but Cody Rhodes won the Royal, Royal Rumble. I mean... Right, but but it's again things could have changed. Maybe maybe Gunther no. was going to win, no. and then something, and they did. I don't know. We don't know. This is the I do know it, that was not the, that was that was never. They were very angry about that because it was blatantly incorrect. That's all I can tell you. I mean, well, the, the fact that Roman Reigns, yeah, the fact that Roman Reigns and The Rock is happening. I mean, look, the, look, The Rock came out on TV and said, "Should I sit at the head of the table?" So like, it doesn't take a genius to come up with that. Whether you're conjuring it from you know thin air to to project project a card or, you know, whatever the case might be. So, you know, fine. But the rest of it wasn't happening. I mean, Gunther was not winning the Royal Rumble as the Intercontinental Champion. It wasn't happening. And yeah. all of that was based on what happened on Raw the prior night or, or the earlier in the week where Gunther went face-to-face with Rollins and CM Punk and Cody Rhodes went face-to-face. That's all yeah. that was based on, and it was ridiculous. I'm not saying anything against Justin. I'm saying the source that told him that was full of shit. So Justin you know, normally does a really good job. Nothing against him. I got a couple other topics to talk about before we get to Reigns and Rock, because I promise we will get to that. Here's the biggest issue with all of this that I see. If it's not Roman and Cody, what was the entire last year for? Why did they keep the title on Reigns? Like literally just to continue breaking the daily records to hit a thousand to surpass Bruno San Martino's second longest reign. Like, as I've said, the guy has defended the title twice in 10 months. Both matches, massively underwhelming. It'd be one thing if he had two title defenses and they were four and a half star, five star bangers. They were not. Both of them were mediocre at best. He's been almost entirely absent from television over the last, whatever, four or five months. The absolute fire and heat that the tribal chief character and this title reign had at WrestleMania 39 And you know what, man? Even coming out of WrestleMania 39, okay? Cody lost, but they were both immensely hot. The Bloodline story continued with the Jay and Jimmy stuff. Like, it was still going pretty hot. But they put two plus years, three years eventually, of top-tier creative and really extraordinary booking into this. It was slowly but surely dissipating over the last few months. Here, they had an opportunity to pick it back up and reignite it, to finish the story, to give fans what they have patiently waited a year to get. And they just shoved it in our faces and said, nope, you're going to keep waiting because we say so. You thought we were going to the top of the ninth? Fuck you. We're not even at the seventh inning stretch yet. Remember, Michael Cole said that, uh, someone said that on commentary at the Rumble, what inning is it, Cody? <laughs> like they've, they've played this whole thing up and it goes back to what I have said all year, and I continue to be right whether or not what was going to happen, Cody should have won the title last year because nothing that has happened since has made any sense. 
it, it, and here we are where we're changing it again. Remember, Triple H said after last year's WrestleMania, I wouldn't feel as comfortable with the decision that we did if I didn't know something great was coming out of it. And you know what? We didn't get it. And now we're not getting it. Yeah, not yet. Like, yeah. Like, come on, man. Like, they, everything that happened this past year would have made a lot more sense if Cody had won. Yeah. And including Rock versus Roman this year would have made a lot more sense if Cody had won last year. And which is why you don't make booking decisions at the expense of your story because of something else. And then that's exactly what's happening here. They're just doing it before we get to the match. I just, God, man, like people are going to be real. People are, look, I know we questioned if Cody could keep himself hot, could keep the finish the story hot up for a year. And he did. Yes. And he's really, really good. Yes. And that's an incredible credit to him because I don't think the booking has been all that good. Not great. He, he, he has gotten himself back to this point and to take it away from him again, not even getting cheated out of it like last time, but just <laughs> right. giving it away. That is putting a lot on a dude to try to keep up his momentum. And Cody does not deserve that. Well, let me bring this up to you. So I want to present two scenarios. And I also want to let you know that these are based in kayfabe reality. Okay. Now, the kayfabe reality is that John Cena won the 2008 Royal Rumble. And he decided he did not want to wait until WrestleMania. He cashed in his title match. He got approval, I think, from the GM at the time. And he fought Randy Orton for the WWE title at no way out of all shows. And he actually won that match via disqualification. But because of that, he got another chance and was able to join the WrestleMania triple threat title match. So he ended up having the match anyway at WrestleMania. So there are two options I see. As far as what happens with Rhodes, if he doesn't directly challenge Rollins, which I think you and I both agree would just be the worst possible decision, right? I don't think he should. Okay. And I wonder if this saves it at all for you or our listeners. Raw comes around Monday night. Cody tells Seth, look, I'm not fighting Roman at WrestleMania, but I'm not fighting you either. I spoke with WWE management. I'm going to be cashing in my Royal Rumble title match at, and this is where the road diverges and we have two different options, either Elimination Chamber or SummerSlam. And I will be going after the undisputed WWE Universal Championship. And then let's presume Cody wins that match, either at 6, 7 a.m. Eastern in Perth, Australia, one month before WrestleMania, or a full six months from now at SummerSlam. We're gonna assume it's the first week of August. He finishes his story. He wins the title. He just doesn't do it at WrestleMania. Does that save it at all for you? Does it make sense for WWE to have Reigns drop the title after all this time in Perth? No offense to our friends in Australia. Or does it make sense for him to drop it on the second or third biggest show of the year at SummerSlam, just days or weeks, depending on when the show is held, before Roman would otherwise eclipse Hulk Hogan for number two on the all-time list? For him to drop the title after a three-year reign at a show that isn't literally their biggest of the year, would either of those work for you? Because they would both make sense in kayfabe, but the question is, would either of them work for you? And I don't even want to say as a consolation prize, but as a consolation booking to not getting Reigns, Rhodes, 
in the main event of night two at WrestleMania? I think there's a third option there. Go ahead. Oh, the don't say it. Most likely to go ahead. What's that? <laughs> I'm worried about what you're going to say. I think I know there. what you're going to say. Go ahead. Yeah. It is the, in my opinion, the only way to save it for Cody here. And it's the thing you just explained happened in 2008. I actually didn't know that. I was out of wrestling at the time. I did not realize oh, you're John saying Cena make had in it No Way Out. What you do is Cody challenges Roman for Elimination Chamber. And then Roman wins via solo interference again. Okay. Or something, or a disqualification, or something. And then Cody gets in a triple threat with Cody, Rock, and Roman. Here's why and that doesn't make Cody sense. Win, and, 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 and then Cody wins it at WrestleMania. Rock lifts his arm and everything. And boom, there you go. Here's why I think that's the best. I think I think that's the only way to save it. Here's why that doesn't make sense. He literally has already said, I am not fighting you for the title at WrestleMania. But <laughs> things will have changed if he gets screwed over in Australia. What if it's the same booking, but our night one and night two booking? So Cody gets screwed over and management, you know, Adam Pierce, Nick Aldis, whomever, they come to an agreement. You know what? You still deserve you still deserve your opportunity. You're going to get it against Roman Reigns at WrestleMania. Let's remember, Nick Aldis is not taking the bloodline shit. He's not for that, right? So Cody gives up his WrestleMania spot, Reigns rock. Then he gets screwed at Elimination Chamber. And Aldis is like, you know what? We're going to give you a WrestleMania match anyway. Roman's going to wrestle twice in one night. Or in one, on one weekend. One weekend, yeah. Yeah, um, I would prefer the triple threat, but because we'll get to it, I don't think Rock Roman's going to be a good match. Um, but I, I told you, I, I've said that is not the booking that I like, um, unless it's Cody first. But that could work. Yes, I agree. Would you think it was good booking if that's what happens? If let's play it out, just let's just play it out, okay? Because everyone's pissed off right now; they're angry at this booking, right? It's Rock and Cody in Perth. And let's remember, they lost major stars for that show. Gunther can't appear. His visa doesn't work. Seth Rollins is injured. He can't defend the title. Brock Lesnar was supposed to have a match. He's not on the show. CM Punk was supposed to have a match. He's not on the show, right? So they say, you know what? The best way that we can make this work is to put Cody and Roman, our two biggest stars in the company, on this show. Maybe they convinced Reigns to work it and he wasn't going to anyway, right? They do everything that we just talked about and it transpires where Cody wins via DQ or Reigns cheats to retain the title and we still get Cody and Roman at WrestleMania night one or night two, The Rock night one or night two. Yeah, because when Cody first said, I'm not doing it at WrestleMania, I thought he was going to say, I want you at Elimination Chamber or, or something like that. That was my first thought mm-hmm. and we didn't get to it. And it might end up being good booking if that's the case mm-hmm. because agreed you because if Cody and Roman is happening and rock just barges in there, it's kind of a heel move a little bit. And this way, Cody's being gracious, doing the face thing, rocks the face. And then Cody comes in later. And it's like when we had edge and Daniel Bryan going up against Roman reigns. Uh, where they were both kind of face-ish and then mm. Edge started to kind of turn heel because he was kind of pissed off um, despite winning the Rumble. So would it be good booking? In the end, yes. It's just going to make, it's just will have made for a very confusing, <laughs> awkward, and frustrating yes. three or four days 
before Cody says, I actually want your elimination chamber. Right, because so, why wouldn't he have said that tonight? Right. Look, we we may have just talked ourselves into calming down for a moment. But no, that we're only we're, we're only talking ourselves into calming down if they do it the way we're saying, and there's no guarantee they're gonna do we that. Are. You know. But because everything else doesn't make any sense, it just doesn't make sense. That's the only right. thing that makes sense that he would yeah. challenge him for elimination. But again, I would say I mean, that, it, that I will say that doesn't totally make sense. It, it he pointed at the sign, you know, he did the whole thing. It doesn't really make sense, but like it can kind of make sense. He can he can make sense of it by Rock saying you have all the momentum. Like he can say, look, I talked to Dwayne, and he said, look, let me fight Roman at Mania. You have all the momentum. Catch him off guard do it at Elimination Chamber. But these are things that need to be explained. We can't be telling the story for them. We can't be making these assumptions for them. And again, we're saying this could be really good booking if they do it exactly the way we're saying. And I'll I'll clarify, a triple threat, I have no interest in that. Just because it diminishes the title loss, especially if like Reigns takes a rock bottom and then Cody throws rock out of the ring, hits crossroads. Then the only reason Reigns lost is because he took a rock bottom. You know, because he already kicked out of Crossroads last year. So I don't like a triple threat booking. But if they do it the way I describe, then it's not just because I'm describing it and because I booked it last year. I thought it was going to be the 39 booking and it wasn't. Um, If they did book it that way, though, where Cody still gets a WrestleMania title match against Reigns and and we get an extra bonus match at Elimination Chamber, then to me, it makes sense. It's reasonable for them to book it that way because of business reasons and we still get the match everyone wants at WrestleMania. That's the only reason for me that would work. Yeah, I, I think that's it. While I'm talking, Summer Ray of all people, is going on a rant <laughs> on Twitter about this, about how she doesn't like it. She says it should be at Mania. Uh, and she makes a good point, which is the whole point we said. She says, imagine handing over your WrestleMania match that you beat 29 other people for after a two-year build. Right. I'm all for twists and turns, but make it make sense. Gosh, I hope we are all wrong. I hope it makes sense next Friday in a Rock Roman promo um, and, and whatever. Like, yeah. That, I that's, love it. I love that from like, Summer Ray. That's awesome. I mean, what a random yeah. record, recording Summer Ray on Friday night, 11.45 p.m. Eastern. I mean, it's incredible. Now, I want to circle back, as promised, to Roman Reigns and The Rock, which is now presumably the night two main event of WrestleMania 40. Before we get to that, there was a post-SmackDown scene that went down. It was about five, six minutes. WWE posted it to their social media. We retweeted it over at Getting Overcast. And what it basically contained was an extended stare down between Reigns and Rock. I thought it was so strange that SmackDown cut off that early and we only got like 10, 15, 20, 30 seconds of them looking at each other. But an extended stare down, Reigns ducking his head and exiting the ring really loud Rocky chants from the crowd. He did the goosebumps on the arm thing. And then he did a general promo putting over Birmingham, Alabama. So really not much to talk about in terms of that segment. But again, Rock reigns. Look, it seems like we're getting this one way or another now at WrestleMania based on the way everything went down Friday night. And it's a massive match. Like it's the marquee match that WWE can book right now. It's WrestleMania 40. I get... All of that, it lines up. It makes sense. We don't know whether the title is going to be on the line, but either way, presumably, the result's going to be the same. Reigns winning, just like we knew Rock was beating Hogan at WrestleMania 18. Does that matter? Does the fact that this will be rocket fuel for WWE business-wise, bringing in the casual fan for WrestleMania 40, does that 
usurp the fact that they are, at least in some ways, thumbing their noses at their dedicated viewership. God, it feels like 2013 again, talking about this. Yeah. (laughs) Isn't it? (laughs) I mean, uh, here's the other thing, by the way. Mania is already sold out. Pretty much. sold out a long time ago. Yeah, pretty close. It already does massive numbers. Like, you like last year proved you don't need the part timers to put on an amazing and really good and profitable WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. You know, like I thought that was kind of what we learned coming out of as we kind of got into the Triple H era and whatnot. And so, like, as a fan, I don't know, like, I don't like being told it's the biggest match. It'll draw the most money. That doesn't impact me. Mm-hmm. As a viewer, it's like when sports teams talk about the money they made or or whatever. Like as right. a sports fan, you don't care about that. You just want your team to win. You yeah. just want to you just want to watch a good product. So like, yes, if they do the if they really are doing this again, they are thumbing their noses. And not I wouldn't even say the diehard fans. I'd say the young fans, yeah, the, the kids, who the are kids, Cody Rhodes people. Absolutely. As soon as Roman Reigns, as soon as Roman Reigns got in that ring tonight, fans were chanting Cody. Mm-hmm. Dude is crazy over. How how is a dad supposed to explain to his kid why Cody just gave up the main event at WrestleMania? You, like you're not. And on top of that, this is in Philadelphia, which famously yes. is where Roman Reigns won a Royal Rumble with the help of The Rock to the crowd booing and the rock lifting his arm and being a little confused at the booze. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that's going to come up in one of their promos. It sure is shit better. Yeah. And just, but it makes me wonder if it really is these two, is the crowd going to be that into it? Or as we've said before, have they kind of gotten most of the smarks out of the fan base? A lot of them went to AEW and whatnot mm-hmm. and, and the fans will cheer, whatever. I think that's, very possible too but yes it it does thumb your nose at all kinds of fans because again more than anything you just devalued the royal rumble you told everybody to pay for and watch and invest in and for one week later cody to just give that up uh is yeah insulting they might also be devaluing the undisputed wwe universal championship i mean i'm assuming that if this match happens and there is no Cody Rhodes match on the show, either of the nights, against Roman Reigns, that is, that this will be for Tribal Chief, head of the table, and the WWE title. But it's also possible where Reigns is like, or Rock is like, look, I'm not here for gold. I'm here for our family. I'm here for WWE, you know, to save our family, to save WWE from you. It is not outside the realm of possibility that the title is not defended on the show. And again, this is a guy who... I don't think that's going to His title reign, Chris... Let's just make this very clear, okay? It was immensely impressive. What they did from 2020 all the way through WrestleMania. And again, you could even argue a couple shows after WrestleMania because he got involved in the tag team picture, but he was still champion and he was still, you know, red hot. And it was okay for one or two months for him not to defend the title. But... Let's just say to last year's WrestleMania, from the pandemic to last year's WrestleMania, the long title reign made sense. It all worked. It all fit. And it was totally fine. And and when, you know, Reigns beat Rhodes, 
at WrestleMania 39, we said to ourselves, well, look, this is not what we wanted. And it was a hell of an end to that show in a, a downer type of way. But we're not going to be able to judge this decision until we see the way this entire storyline ends. And Cody ultimately wins the WWE title. And we still technically cannot make that judgment because the shit ain't over yet. And it's not over now. It may not be over at WrestleMania. We will find out. But I did get a tweet from MFMT1982, and it said, Trips landing the plane, and it was a gif of a plane crashing, right? And one engine busted in a plane crashing. And I think it's fair to say that an engine tonight, and, and this is an instant reaction show, things could change Monday. Things certainly could change by the time we get to WrestleMania. It is very possible that the plane gets landed safely and you got Sully in the cockpit and everything's going to be okay, right? But it does feel tonight like one engine is on fire. And that should not have been the case because that shit should have been checked before they took off. To, to your point earlier too about fan reaction, uh, my brother, hardcore fan, my dad, general casual fan, my brother hates this. He's sending me all the YouTube down votes and all kinds of stuff that it is. My dad, I texted him, but he didn't watch it. I texted him. I said, hey, Rock came back. It's Rock Roman at Mania. He said, seriously? <laughs> Stupid. That's what he texted. He has been pissed for a year since Cody lost to Roman last year. He did not like that. And he still doesn't like that. And so this is not helping that uh, in terms of where some other casual fans might be. There are, I think, two, to this point, two booking, two major booking decisions in the Triple H era that I vehemently disagreed with. Mm -hmm. Cody losing last year and this one tonight. Yeah. That's it. He's been terrific in that role. He's been incredible in this role. All that, we said this after Mania last year, he's built up a lot of trust that was gone for a very long time. He deserved that trust. If a year later, they're just doing this again to us, mm -hmm. it's really going to hurt that trust for all the hits he got. If he just keeps not getting the big one, whether it's his right. decision or not, right. that is going to erode a lot of trust. You're a thousand percent right. It is the difference between having great TV weekly and having a great finish to your biggest stories. Because mm -hmm. we can say that we implicitly trust Paul Levesque when it comes to something happening on TV that doesn't really make a lot of sense in a mid-card situation or a low-card situation, that a week, two weeks, three weeks later, it's all of a sudden going to come together. Because that has happened frequently. I mean, every, almost every single time. But if this goes the way it's looking like it's going to go, coming out of the WrestleMania 39 decision, then what you said rings completely true. Sure, we can trust him in most cases. But again, I'll use the landing the plane analogy. When it comes to landing the plane... He is struggling with that landing gear and he just can't put the damn thing down. And he's, it's one thing, look, we, we talked on this podcast and I've talked on every podcast Chris I've ever had about professional wrestling when I was co-host and, and other about long-term creative and how important it is to tell these detailed nuanced stories because that's what really captures your audience. They freaking did that, man. They did it from 2020 to 2022 
you know, into, into April 2023. They had all of us in the palm of their hands. They could have closed it out, put a bow on it, and no one would have said peep about it. It would have gone down clearly as not only the greatest story in professional wrestling history, but perhaps the greatest climax to a story in professional wrestling history. They had it all. They delayed it. They didn't do it. And it was that implicit trust that was built up over that period of time that allowed us to say, okay, we fully and vehemently disagree with this decision, but we're going to wait and they have an opportunity to do it at WrestleMania 40. It is, after all, WrestleMania 40. And if they go back to it and Cody wins the Royal Rumble again and he gets Roman Reigns again, they're going to have all this extra storyline that's been built up over the last year, all this extra ammunition. They can still land the plane. Man, as of tonight, they ain't doing it. This just popped into my head. Sure. Imagine if The Rock had won the Royal Rumble. Yes. And and it's Rock and Cody at the end. He eliminates Cody at the end. No, you couldn't do that. Wait, 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 wait. Okay. Rock eliminates Cody. Fans are like, whoa, we're doing Rock. And we're having the same conversation we're having now. Okay. But then we have elimination. And Cody says, we do elimination chamber. You know, the idea is the winner of the chamber gets the other spot. Cody wins it and he says, no, I'm coming after Roman. I'm I'm hungry. He's coming after he's fighting. He's fighting and he, he's fighting both of them. And then Cody goes to WrestleMania. We do the triple threat or something like that. Like I, that would have been we would have been complaining about similar things. But I think the biggest reason we're complaining about this one is because it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make like, sense. That is our biggest complaint. Yes, that is our correct. biggest complaint right now. I understand doing Rock Roman. I understand the story. The whole Rock went on Pat McAfee show and said the reason they didn't do Rock Roman last year was because they couldn't tell a good enough story. They're not, there's no story here. Right. He just showed up and convinced Cody Rhodes to let him have the match. Like, come on, man. So, like, that's, again, the reason it doesn't make sense. We're going long here. The match itself, if it's Rock Roman, it's going to be a terrible match, right? <laughs> I cannot see how this is going to be a good match. Now, the Rock, I will say In what way? In, in what way? Because it's Rock Hogan. Be extremely slow. Rock, Rock Hogan was a terrible wrestling match, but as a spectacle, it is one of the greatest in WWE history. I mean, it's. It is my favorite. It is my favorite match in wrestling. But it was a terrible wrestling match. So I think this will it be exactly fine. the same as that, if that, if that answers your question. I, I don't think I don't think so because in, in that in that one the crowd got behind the heel, sort of. And I don't think they're gonna do that here. I think they're gonna want Rock to win. Well again. the difference between like, that one and this one, Chris, is the crowd wanted that match. The the entirety yeah, of the too. crowd. The smarks, the casuals, yeah. everyone wanted that match. That is not the also, case this time. By the way, when Hulk Hogan was 49 years old when that match was going on. Yeah. And he had been a regular wrestler. Right. The Rock has not wrestled in 10 years, and he's 51, I think, right now. And the last match he had 10 years ago, he tore something. He has not been in, in, in shape. And that's the thing. You meant Rock coming out today. My first thought when I saw him was, oh, this guy's been hitting the cardio. Yeah. This guy's not pumping the iron. This guy's getting fit. This guy's getting in shape. You go back and look at the pictures of Rock versus Cena, and he has bulked up Rock that did not have the cardio to be able to last that long. This is a rock who is looks like a rock who was trained to be in a wrestling match, which is also why I don't understand what could have changed. Um, Cause clearly rock has been preparing for this. I think it, it sure looks like he's been preparing for this. So why did we have a potential change of plans? I don't know, but rock does look great. I'm just skeptical of 
their ability to have a good match because a lot of these Roman Reigns main event matches are the slow, draggy kinds. And I, I'm, I'm skeptical that a Philadelphia crowd will, will like it. Yeah, I don't know that they're going to really buy it. And it, I just come back to, you know, even if this was a pivot, they just could have pivoted better. Like, why could they not have had Cody do the exact same promo, but say, I'm going to take your title, your WWE legacy, and I'm going to do it at WrestleMania. But as far as your dominion over your family, one of those legends who gave me counsel, he wants to come for that at WrestleMania too. And it's the exact same concept. Everything is the better. same. It's better. Of course it's better. It's the exact same concept. And you're getting a double dose of Roman Reigns at WrestleMania. And you're getting The Rock. Again, like, I, I'm pretty convinced, Chris. Like, 75% that this was a pivot and not the change. Just based on everything we've already talked about on this show. But it's such a yeah. shitty pivot. Because... Right. It's a positive pivot to get The Rock on the show because you're filling in for star power. You're doing all those positive things. That, that's I get that. That's all okay because you do need to service your fans. You can't if you're building up an entire card and you're supposed to have you know Brock Lesnar and CM Punk both on it, and now you have neither of them. And 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 it's not just having them, but the matches they were going to be in: Brock Lesnar against Gunther, CM Punk against uh, Seth Rollins. Those are major freaking matches, and now you don't have those. You need to make something up to, to fill that in. And The Rock is the best card they have. Obviously, they have John Cena. Who knows if he's available? But The Rock is The Rock. So they, they're taking that card and they pulled that lever. That's fine. But I just don't understand why they had to sacrifice Cody Rhodes to do it when clearly we've laid out multiple other options to get Rock on the show, to get Rock Reigns and still have Cody Reigns. That's my frustration. And yeah, maybe there's a swerve we're missing. Like we've already discussed a couple of them. Maybe we turn it around in a couple of weeks and we laugh at ourselves for getting so worked up about this. I certainly admit that is possible, but seeing the fan reaction online to this, it is basically universally negative. These fans have been investing in the tribal chief character for Roman Reigns since 2020. They didn't get Sami Zayn. They didn't get Cody last year, despite everything perfectly building up to that moment the climax of the greatest storyline in wrestling history, right there for the taking. No. So they waited an entire additional year for a second chance at it, even without Roman on TV half the year. They saw Cody win the Royal Rumble, point directly to Roman. Then the rug gets completely swept up from underneath them in Birmingham, Alabama. It is hard to fault the, it, anyone, Chris, for being pissed off yeah. on this. But, but look, I mean, look, the crowd went nuts. The crowd loved The Rock. Like, it's possible that the crowds just love this. I don't know. Or maybe the next time Rock and Roman are in the ring, the crowd's chanting Cody, Cody, Cody. And we got a Daniel Bryan situation on our hands. Like, I think that's possible. I think that's going like, to happen. I, yeah. I think that's very possible. In which case, like, maybe we are getting to the triple. What, what I mean, like, again, if the if we are all being worked and the plan is for Cody to get into a triple threat or something. Or, or two Cody matches wins, or whatever the case. What, yeah. Or whatever. I know you love the two matches thing, but I'm just either one of those. Imagine if tonight Cody just said, I'm coming for that belt and I'm coming for everything. Rock's music hits. He comes out. He stares them both down. We go home. Like, how nuts would that be? As opposed to Cody just being like, nah, yeah. I'm going to give it away to you and I'm not going to tell you what I'm going to do. You know, like... Yep. 
I just, there were so many different things you could have done here and they just did it in the dumbest way possible and they can fix it. And we, we laid out a lot of ways here we can fix it. But I, I don't know. I kind of called myself, I kind of called myself down into thinking and maybe up too optimistically hoping that that is the plan that Cody will get into the main event somehow and still come away with the title. But man, I, this was just, this was not the way to do it, man. It wasn't the way to do it. And again, just because like you're calmed down or we created scenarios like through our heads that could make this work. It doesn't mean any of that's the plan. Like the plan no. very well <laughs> could simply be the rock against Roman Reigns for the WWE championship, the title of the head of the table and the title of tribal chief and Cody Rhodes fights Seth Rollins or I do think the more likely scenario than Cody Seth. Like, like if I had to put like odds, Chris, on the way this is gonna go, this is the booking. Okay. I'll just I'll just tell you it right now. Okay. Yeah. If I had to predict WrestleMania and then what happens with Cody Rhodes, this is my official prediction. And we're look, it's midnight on Saturday, February 3rd. And this can change for both of us as this storyline progresses. But as of right now, it's night two main event, WrestleMania 40, Roman Reigns against The Rock. Seth Rollins for the World Heavyweight Championship against, let's say, Drew McIntyre and Sami Zayn in a triple threat on night one. Uh, let's say Rhea Ripley and Becky Lynch main event night one. And then Roman Reigns against Cody Rhodes for the undisputed WWE Universal Championship at SummerSlam. That, as of right now, is what I think is the most likely scenario for all of this to play out. If I, if I had to pick most likely... Yeah, most likely. Not what I we want say- to happen, but most likely. I, I would say it's just Rock Roman and then Cody doing something. Maybe he fights Seth and loses. Well, he has a title match. So what's he what's he doing with his title match that he's won? He does Seth Rollins and he loses. So despite like, him saying I, he wants the WWE title, he's picking Seth Rollins anyway, and he loses that yes. match. I think they continue the bad booking, and then that's what we get with. Yes. I, I'm okay. not saying I want that. I'm I just trying to pick what I think was most likely. It's that. Just because I don't understand this at all. Okay. And if I follow what they did tonight mm-hmm. and what they did Monday, I, I think it's dumb, but I think I think that's most likely. Not guaranteed, but that's what I think is most likely. Let, let's let's do quick. the other version. I, I saw, right? Yeah. Well, let's, I, let's I do let's, people, well, Hold on, hold on. Before you, let's do the other version. So that's what we think is most yeah. likely to happen. What would be our yeah. ideal situation now sitting in the position we are in? I'll go first, and that way you have time to think about it. Mine would I think be. I know what yours is, and yeah. I think you know what mine is. Well, I've already repeated it. Well, is it is it the same thing? But yours is a triple threat, and mine's the two matches. Mine's a triple threat, mine's and mine's two threat. matches. So it's elimination chamber, DQ, <laughs> or you know he wins, you know via cheating, Roman. Yeah. And then he's, yeah. Cody still gets a title match at WrestleMania for me. Two separate matches for you, triple threat. Okay, we're on the same page. Go ahead. What what what? Which one would you? If it was two nights, okay. Which order would you prefer? I think it would make the most sense. I I did explain both ways that it could go, but I think you want Roman as strong as possible going into your night two main event. I don't think you want him in that night two main event coming off a loss. That's not the best way to have Roman Reigns in that match. So I would put Reigns rock night one main event, even though it's the bigger match and Reigns wins. He looks unstoppable. He just toppled the rock. And now you have Cody Rhodes come in. And after all this shit he's been through, he takes the Elimination Chamber match. He gave up his WrestleMania match at first. He got it back. Here he is against Roman Reigns for the title. He beats him at Reigns' height of strength. And Cody goes on and he's your WWE champion. If you did it the other way, 
Then you have Cody beating him. And Reigns is the most diminished that he's been in this entire run. And then he beats The Rock. And yes, he's coming back on top. But he's a heel. He's a heel winning that match. You You want a baby face to win. Yes, you cannot end night two of WrestleMania with a titleless Roman Reigns who just lost it beating the Rock. Exactly. That cannot be your closing. I game. mean, let right. me put it this, this way. Is why I agree. You could do that because it makes sense that he would then regain his strength in that match, but it should be the other way. If it happens at all, it should be Rock Knight 1 and Cody Knight 2. But again, Wait, we're, we're we're coping here. But, we're we're kind of at the point where we're, we're just saying we're, we're we hope this makes but, sense. However, in your in your scenario, yeah. if it's Rock Roman Knight 2, I think Rock wins. Which gets back to if we do Rock Roman, if it's Rock Roman for the title, I saw some people saying, look, Cody beating Rock for the title would be even huge. No. Bigger. No. I I disagree with that. Not at all. I don't think you can have this forever reign of Roman end with a loss to the Rock. That would be a fucking disaster. Because no one gets right. over in that situation. The Rock gets over it. Whatever. Was he 54? How, how the fuck old is The Rock? You can't do that. 51. I think he's 51. There you go. You can't do that. Which is which is why, like, they can't, which is why, if it's Roman beating Rock, one-on-one, the end of WrestleMania, you can't, can you really end another hmm. WrestleMania with Roman on top? As a heel? There's no way the... Yeah, there's no way the fans are going to go for that. And then, oh, don't worry, we're going to get to Cody. We're going to get I mean, to something else. Like people are going to be pissed. People were pissed last year. If right? Cody, which is why, which is why I'm coping and talking myself into Cody getting into that match. If Cody sets up for the SummerSlam match and he says that's what I'm going to be doing with this title opportunity, and Reigns beats Rock, then you can have after Reigns wins and soaks it up for 60 seconds, Cody's music hit. He comes out, stares him down, and. You know, you hear off mic or whatever the case, time's limited, Roman. SummerSlam's coming up real soon. Something like that. And it gives a big baby face moment at the end of the show after you get a big moment of Reigns over Rock. So you can book that. But again, that requires Cody not using this title match for Rollins at WrestleMania. Basically, we need to get through Monday night. That's the way I look at this. If we get through Monday night and it's not Cody versus Seth, then we've dodged a freaking bullet. At least it's not as bad as it possibly could be because that's as bad as it possibly could be. Like the worst case scenario, we didn't really discuss the worst case scenario. The worst case scenario is Cody saying, okay, Seth, I'll challenge you for the title. And that's all that happens. Correct. Yeah. Well, and then Cody winning. Cody cannot win that title. title. (laughs) You know what? I don't even know what, I I don't even want to think about what the result would be of that. Neither would be good. Cody winning would be bad. We talked about it it earlier. We talked about it earlier. That cannot be the first title that he wins. It It can't be, but he also shouldn't lose a title match like that. Not clean. No. So So, I don't know. And look, look, maybe it worked. Maybe Maybe they really have completely worked us because what are we saying right now at the end of this podcast? I got to see what happens on Monday. I guess. But isn't that ultimately what this pro wrestling thing is it all is. about? I guess. It, even, it, even if that means devaluing and shitting on your Royal Rumble winner six days after you won it. But I guess that's what we're doing. You know, yes, there is something to be said for like creating conversation and getting people excited and amped up for it. And look, people are, but people are pissed. It's one thing to like get people going and needing to tune in to see what happens next. But like, can you imagine what the reaction is going to be if Cody comes out as like, okay, Seth, I'm just going to fight you because The Rock took my spot, you know, against Reigns or I gave it to him for no reason whatsoever. 
Like it's just this feels so much like the day after Batista won the Royal Rumble and the crowd was booing and chanting for Daniel. Yeah, Bryan. like that's it's kind of what it feels like. Um, not I just can't imagine rock. Yes, but but among the fans, I've not felt this feeling. Yes, since day after that. WrestleMania, since the night after WrestleMania, it was the last time I felt like this. Yeah, where it seemed everything was falling apart. Vince was back. Things went to shit. And it's like, oh, my God, we had we had a great, you know, six months and all of a sudden everything shit again. That's the last time I felt this way. The rest of the product hasn't changed. You know, it's it's but it's this. This is such a big storyline. And again, Chris, the reason why it feels like a total pivot to me is because of the end of the Royal Rumble match. If you were doing this, you mm-hmm. do not have Cody Rhodes win that match and point at Roman Reigns and then point at the sign or I mix those up, point at the sign and then point at Roman Reigns because that's what he did there in that moment. He said, WrestleMania, Roman Reigns, like one, two. That's what he did. You don't have that happen if this was not the plan for that to happen at that show. So I believe it's a pivot. And therefore, my biggest criticism is that they couldn't be more creative and do a better pivot than what they did here. It's immensely frustrating. Yes, my brother texted me. He said, Cody won the Rumble pointed at the sign, but was clearly yelling, the rock is coming for you. <laughs> right. Oh man. So I, I should well, also note, let's cope. let's cope. Well, we did our best to provide a level of potential optimism to give people a shred of hope. Hopefully we didn't give you that much hope because I don't know yeah. that any of this is going to happen, but we did talk <laughs> about it extensively and at least it provided for a good conversation. I will also note, Chris, that there is going to be a WrestleMania 40 press conference this coming Thursday in Las Vegas. I think it's at 7 p.m. is what I saw Eastern. Uh, So clearly The Rock and Roman Reigns are going to be there. Real curious to find out if the two people now in the WrestleMania 40 main event, if either of them are going to be on SmackDown television next week, we will find out. Uh, Look, this was an instant. Also, also, also real quick. It's called press event, not press conference. And given the questions that Triple H faced yeah. after the Royal Rumble, I am wondering if they're just doing a presentation absolutely, in a, in a thing and yes. will not take questions from media. I have, uh, I've reached out to uh, one of the athletic writers in Vegas who wants to go to this thing. And I said, I'm going to give you some questions if they do take questions. Um, I'm very curious how it goes or if they're hoping that Super Bowl media isn't going to ask about it, which wouldn't make any sense, but We'll see. Oh, that's why they're doing it in Las Vegas. I didn't even put two and two together there. Yes. That, that's a, yeah, there's a football game next Extremely week. smart to do that. That's a really good idea. Yeah, you, to do that. Yeah, you, yeah. you guys are broadcasting that game. By yeah, I know we are, but I, but yeah. I'm, it's, it's, again, it's now it's 12.20 a.m. Uh, on the East Coast on Saturday. I'm not thinking about the Super Bowl. We're, we're doing an hour show plus on uh, WWE, but you are correct. Yes, that is airing on CBS. And yes, it is from Las Vegas. And it makes all the sense in the world. It's very, very smart from them from a marketing and promotional standpoint to do that. But yes, it is a press event. And Chris, I completely agree. It's going to be them up there, Triple H and whomever else putting over WrestleMania, both those guys doing promos. And that's going to be the extent of it. There is zero freaking chance they take questions. I hope I'm proven wrong. Don't see it at all. Look, yeah, this Chris was a very unique instant reaction episode. For WWE, we, I don't think we've ever really done something like this, but just based purely off of a storyline that happened on television. We usually do this based around news or major happenings, a go-home show here or there. But this is something completely different. I hope everyone enjoyed listening to this show. When we get to Tuesday's WWE podcast, this topic is not going away. I want to make that very clear. We will have a segment on the show, whether it's the main event, whether it's not, 
We'll find out based on what happens Monday night on Raw regarding Cody Rhodes, Seth Rollins, the championships, whatever other booking that they do. Because, you know, Cody's going to need to announce something at some point, And I have to assume it's going to be Monday, which, by the way, should make it a pretty highly rated show. People should be tuning in. But our normal Tuesday WWE episode, it will be coming. Uh, we will go through all of your DMs, your tweets. We will cover not necessarily the best questions and comments, but the ones that make the most sense to move the conversation forward on the show. So continue sending them in here. I'm probably not going to compile them until after Raw on Monday night at this point, but we will answer those questions and discuss some of those comments on Tuesday's show. We'll continue talking about this topic on Tuesday's show. And of course, we will cover everything else that happened across SmackDown and Raw. And just a, here's a quick headline from SmackDown, Bayley chose Io Sky. That is the one official match as of right now for WrestleMania 40, Bayley EO Sky for the WWE Women's Championship. That was the big piece of news coming out of SmackDown besides this. But all of that will be covered on Tuesday's regular WWE show between now and then Sunday night. As soon as NXT Vengeance Day goes off the air, we will have a special instant analysis podcast for you. And everything else is continuing on as scheduled next week. Chris, I appreciate you joining, linking up late Friday night now into early Saturday for this instant reaction show on the way out. Allow me to hit you with all of the reminders first that the Getting Over Wrestling podcast is all about Defy. So please leave those five-star ratings for us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify on Apple. If you leave a five-star written review, we will read it live right here on the show. Please also remember, I happen to love the number... Five. And I hope you do as well for $5 a month or 50 for the entire year. You can become an official getting overhead. Just visit buymeacoffee.com slash getting over. Sign up. Tons of bonuses, tons of exclusives, all of that at buymeacoffee.com slash getting over. And don't forget, follow us on Twitter at getting overcast for episode drops, news analysis, highlights, all of that good stuff. It's also where you can send in questions and comments for the show via DM or tweet. And you can even email us if you want, gettingoverpod at gmail.com. All right, we were up way later than expected here Friday night, and I do need to get my beauty rest because there is NXT Vengeance Day coming up, and as you mentioned, the entire Super Bowl next week. Maybe we'll give some predictions on next week's show. For Vintage Chris Vanini, this is the Silver King, Adam Silverstein, signing off and leaving you with just three final words. Bye for now.